How many of you have a skincare regimen? If you don't, I want to encourage you to invest in one. And there's so many products out there. It can be really hard to know which product is right for you. I want to encourage you to go to theskinspot.com. We are partnering with the skin spot and I'm offering you 20% off of everything at the skin spot using the code BE20. That's BE20 and save 20%. You can get skin medical products, skin suitcles, revision, skincare, L to MD, Clarisonic. If you don't know what you should have, well, just ask for a free virtual skincare consultation. How cool is that? And Dr. Nazarian and her team will cue you up and they will tell you exactly what you need. So go over to theskinspot.com, use the code BE20 to save 20% on all your purchases and really invest in yourself. Hi friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back or enjoy your drive and let's get authentic, real and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In season two, episode 42, Sasha talks about dropping the pandemic guilt. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Show. Thanks for tuning in today. I don't know if you're like me, but if you are overwhelmed, exhausted, feeling a little haggard, feeling like, what do I have to look forward to in 2020? Well, I'm inviting you, friend. I'm inviting you to an amazing virtual online summit that I am putting together that is going to address all of those things. We are going to recharge. We are going to reset. We are going to look forward with hope and expectation of 2021. And it's something that we all have to look forward to. The cool thing about this online summit is that Not only do I have amazing women leaders speaking, it is all on demand. So you can literally binge watch and listen to these talks as much or as little as you want this weekend in September that we're all coming together. There's also going to be daily live meditations, workouts, and a daily talk from me, some panel discussions, some live QAs, but all of it's going to be recorded. So if you miss it with your pass, you can watch it all later. I'm telling you, It is going to be incredible. And I can't describe how excited I am about this. Every single one of the talks that I have done, the conversations with real, authentic, passionate leaders has left me either in tears, laughing hysterically, crying, just something that has moved me towards change. And I am inviting you. So please go to becomebraveenough.com. Join the summit. It's at the very top. It's affordable. It's perfect for you in 2020. And it's something to look forward to. So go now, do not be left behind and join the brave enough elevate summit. And just drop me an email. If you're like, I don't know what this is about. I'm not sure if it's for me. Drop me an email, Sasha at become brave I would love to listen and to answer any questions you have. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about dropping the pandemic guilt. And you might be thinking like, what are you talking about? I'm feeling guilty. Well, if you are a woman living in 2020, you are probably so overwhelmed at some stage or some aspect of your life, whether it's raising your family, determining the best action for school, how you're going to educate your kids, how you're keeping your kids mentally up to date. If you don't have kids, you're probably thinking about your your family members, your elderly, maybe your elderly parents. How are you going to... Uh, succeed in your career? How are you going to even function in your career? If you are a career woman, you're probably thinking, where is all my help? (laughs) 
because many of us are having to do significant domestic duties um, and we've had to let go people that we employ. It's just, uh, there's not a human being on the planet right now who is not experiencing some struggle in 2020. And what I have found is on top of just the struggle of living life and getting through this pandemic and getting through all of the things that have happened in our society from systemic racism to watching loved ones die is we all have this guilt. Now I'm seeing several months into the pandemic, how it's almost like we all have this expectations of all these things that we're supposed to be achieving. (laughs) I mean, it's almost comical if you, if you really think about it, like, okay, we're supposed to go through a pandemic and we're supposed to like change our entire workflow, whether we're teachers, whether we're, we own businesses, whether we're in healthcare, our entire workflow has changed. And then our home life has changed. So people are in our home or they're not in our home. So how we, and what our home is to us has changed. Some of our homes are very stressful right now how we educate our children has changed. The responsibility of that education has changed, right? But on top of that, somehow we think we're, we, because we are at home or we're working from home, we should have achieved all these things. We should be the fittest wherever we've ever been. We should be the healthiest we've ever been. We should be the most creative. We should be publishing papers or, you know, giving talks or learning new hobbies or, you know, knitting an afghan. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is, this is what we do as women. And I think men do this too, but I think women, especially right now are just, and we know this from the data that women are having larger pay cuts and more responsibility. And so we're in a pressure cooker and we feel guilty because we're struggling. So I wanted to take today and just break down some limiting beliefs and some things that I have recognized in my own life and my own self-awareness during the pandemic, things that I have been telling myself I should achieve or I'm failing at. And it's just a bunch of malarkey. And it's all these messages that are coming to us from social media, from the news, from our work environments. And it's just added pressure. And so I want to alleviate some of that. And I'm, I'm really passionate about this. So I'm going to break it up into two sections because I think that women today are struggling. And this is why I'm doing the Brave Enough Elevate Summit. This is why I put myself on on social media because I see and I hear women being exhausted, undervalued, and overworked day today, today, and we're struggling and we don't have to, I want to bring hope and I want to bring uh, some truth and I want to bring you some knowledge. Okay. So we're going to break down some limiting beliefs. What that means is you have more time. So you should be doing more because you are simply home more. Okay. So I want to break this down because this is a belief that I think is being perpetuated and it's totally bananas because what we know from pre COVID data, when they compare men and women in the United States, FTE to FTE, meaning in the same area of, of practice in the same job with the same number of years out and the same FTE women do on average about eight and a half to nine and a half hours of domestic work more a week than men. So the responsibility of domestication independent of how much you work is, is more than what men do. 
that just fall, it falls to women. That's not a Sasha-ism. That's a statistic. You can look it up in any U.S. workforce data every year. It has been like this for 30 years that they've been collecting this data. It hasn't changed. So most of us that work full time, we have help. We have, whether it's neighbors who help drive kids or whether it's someone that comes in and helps with laundry or cleaning, or whether it's family members that come over and pitch in like our parents or, you know, neighbor girls that we hire or, or neighbor people, whoever we have help during the pandemic. Many of us have had to stop that help for public health concerns. Um, maybe we aren't seeing our parents, our parents aren't babysitting or aren't coming over to help us or our neighbors aren't. Um, we are letting, we're not able to have people come into our home to help us with laundry or cleaning. Um, so I would assume, and I think that this, that early studies in the COVID area have shown that women right now are having to take even more domestic responsibilities because not only do we have that at baseline, um, due to our society, but now we have even more of that. Okay. And the other thing is that yes, we are home, but so is everyone else. right? Like, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm like, I, you know, I have four children and those children have really busy lives in their activities and they're always on the go. And then the pandemic hit. And it was like, not only did everything, all the activities stop. And at first it was like a breather. It was like, Oh, this is kind of nice. We, we have family meals together, but now everyone is in this home, which means everyone is making messes in this home. I have to feed everyone. Everyone requires food in this home. Everyone is, is here, um, in the space and just taking up space and requiring more of me than ever before. And I think that this if you, unless you are the person who is primarily responsible for all that, you don't understand that, right? Like you may be thinking, well, your kids are home. Like you don't have to take them anywhere. So what's the big deal? Well, now they need to be entertained or now they need to be taught or now they need to be supervised or now they're making messes or now they need to be fed. I mean, I can't even describe how much I did not realize my children eat until the pandemic hit because they were eating meals at school. They were eating meals out in between soccer practices and now they're all home and man alive, just going to the grocery store has become like a full-time job. So just because we are home does not mean that we should be able to do more. I see people all the time going, well, I guess I probably should clean out this closet or I should do this or I should do that. Right now, just managing your home is like a part-time job. I mean, it's more of a part-time job than it was before the pandemic. So give yourself some grace. Stop making yourself feel guilty that you haven't repainted every room in your house or that you're struggling to keep up with the laundry, or that there's no cereal in the pantry. This is part of our life right now. And I'm talking about this in this week and next week, because I had like this aha moment this week. Since the pandemic hit, I have been in achieve mode. Like at first it was like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? How has my day changed? All my trips are canceled. How does my job look now? It totally looks different. Okay, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot and I'm going to achieve as much as I did before, just in different ways. The truth is I'm not achieving right now. That's my truth. I'm not, and that's okay. And I've had to really accept that and stop making myself feel guilty about it because what I am achieving is hanging out with my kids, being more present as a parent, 
doing 5,000 loads of laundry. (laughs) This is what I'm achieving. That's my achievement. It used to be writing manuscripts. Now I can, you know, barely get through emptying the dishwasher every day, twice a day. These are, this is the reality of where we are right now. And I just want to give you encouragement that that's okay. That's okay. We are in a season. The second myth that I keep hearing women say, others say, I've even heard this in the workplace and I just want to cringe. Since there's fewer activities, you're less busy. Okay. Yes, there are fewer activities. We don't have a lot of uh, our, our children are not in as many activities. We are not in as many community activities and going to as many things because all of those things have been halted events, um, organizations, charities, uh, all of those things have been halted with the pandemic. That does not mean that we are less busy. Okay. It means that we are probably more busy due to family and work responsibilities because everything we do has changed, which means we are receiving information by the truckloads. Just getting through your email a day, every day, that is a huge thing, whether it's email from your child's school or child's activities or your employer or your community or changes in, you know, how you go about um, your health and, and well-being. All of those things that we are used to getting plugged in in our communities and our workplaces have changed. And the information coming at us is coming at enormous amounts and speed. So just going through your day to figure out how to take care of your yourself and your employees, your colleagues at work, how to take care of your family members, checking in on your parents, all of those things require enormous information. And so I would say uh, that us reading that information and communicating that information is taking up a significant portion of our day. So we are more busy, okay, just because we don't have all these events. So that's myth number two. I just want to encourage you. You are busy, you are working. It's different than how you were working before, but it doesn't mean that you have more time and you should be achieving more right now. We are not in an achievement season. (laughs) Okay. We're just not. And that's really hard for me to say because I am a massive, I love goals. I love to achieve, but man, I am learning to be still in this season and I am learning to just be a little discontent in this season and it's okay. And not to achieve so much and that my worth is not tied to that. Which leads me to the third myth that I want to bust today. The third one is you have more time, so you should be achieving more. Okay, I am just cracking up at all these people that are posting like, you know, I I posted in my group and it got like a thousand hilarious comments that I feel like I have failed the pandemic because I haven't made homemade bread. I mean, we are such achievers in the United States that now we are making homemade bread. And not only are we making homemade bread, we're making it pretty. And we're figuring out how to cut the crusts on the top and make special, you know, I'm just waiting for like the, how, you know, the, the like cure, the the vaccine is going to like be on the top of a loaf of bread. (laughs) Like I'm waiting for someone to put like the chemical compounds on there. I'm cracking up. Like we are so achievement oriented that we think we have to even like learn how to make, I mean, I'm sitting there scrolling Facebook the other day going, I think I'm the only middle-aged woman in America who hasn't figured out how to make homemade sourdough and posted a picture of it. I guess I'm a loser. (laughs) 
truth is I don't really care to learn how to make bread. And that's awesome if you do, but this is what we have come to. Like we have to achieve something. We have to learn something new. I'm not saying that's bad. That's great if you're learning new hobbies, but when you start to feel guilty because you haven't learned how to knit or you haven't repainted a room or you haven't lost 10 pounds or you're not out training for a marathon or you haven't PR'd on your Peloton because we're in a pandemic, something is wrong. (laughs) So it doesn't mean that you should be achieving right now. Maybe you are, maybe you're doing something new and that's awesome. But if you're not, give yourself grace and space. You're okay. You're okay. As long as you're showing up every day in your family, in your job, that's enough. There are seasons in life. And I think there are seasons that we grow and there are seasons that we are still. And if you're listening right now and you're barely hanging on, if you're listening right now and you have tears, if you're listening right now and you're beating yourself up, let's just pause for a moment. Let's pause and let's give ourselves some affirmations. So here are some affirmations that I want to give you. The first affirmation is you are enough. You are enough sister in your sweatpants and your hair that hasn't been highlighted in three months and your nails that look atrocious. You are enough. You are out there taking care of people, taking care of your family, loving your friends, checking on your parents. You are enough. All of those things are so valuable. You are enough that you just show up and you're just there. That's enough. The second affirmation I want to give you is you are growing. Maybe you're in a period that you're really low and you're not feeling like you're shining. You know, I talk about and I've written a a story about an orchid that I received years ago by a medical student who came to my house. She brought me this beautiful orchid. And I tried to keep this thing alive for like a year. And I thought this orchid had, had died. And just as I was getting ready to throw it out, because it hadn't bloomed in about six months, literally the day I was going to throw this orchid out, there was a little tiny bud. And I waited. And all of a sudden it bloomed. And it reminded me that there are months that go on in my life where I don't bloom. Where I am low and struggling And I feel like, what am I doing? Is anything I'm doing making a difference? I promise you, if you are in that moment, you are going to bloom again. And maybe you're there right now. Maybe you're in a growth period. You're in a growing time. Hang on. You will bloom again. You are growing. The third affirmation I want to give to you is one that I have on my mirror. And it says, and I have it in my journal. I have it in my phone because it's an affirmation that I tell myself all the time. It says, I love myself, so I ask for help. Because it is hard for Sasha Shilka to ask for help. I do not like to ask for help. I like to do everything myself. And when I ask for help, there's always this twinge of, I failed because I need help. <laughs> and, and it's wrong, it's totally wrong. Because the truth is, when someone asks me for help, I never judge them. I, I, I give help. I actually look up to people who ask for help. So I have to constantly be reminding myself that that's a limiting belief and that's a wrong belief that I have in my head. And maybe that's you right now. Ask for help. It's okay. 
It's okay to say, I can't get the laundry done. I need help. It's okay to say, you know what? I can't be on this committee anymore because I'm overwhelmed with my domestic duties right now because I'm trying to teach kids at home and make sure they're on top of their schoolwork. And I'm also trying to run a business. It's okay to say, you know what? I can't do my, this project um, that I was really planning on doing, or I can't do this wonderful event that I was planning on doing. I have to step back from that because I need help. That's okay. You're human. And it's a strong person who can ask for help. It means that you are very self-aware and that you know your boundaries and limitations. So maybe you're there right now. Maybe you need help. That's okay. Reach out, ask for help. In the next episode, next week, we're going to talk about even more of these myths, three more myths and how to break them down and three more affirmations. I want to tell you, if you're listening, if you liked this, you would love the Brave Enough Elevate Summit because there's a lot of this and it's going to be on demand and it's going to be me having a conversation with amazing women who are doing this for all of you. So please go to becomebraveenough.com and check it out and send me an email. If you're struggling, I want to encourage you and share this podcast with a friend, please rate it. Please give us a rating. I don't ask often for this, but it really does help on iTunes when you leave a rating. So if you like the brave enough show and it ministers to you, it encourages you, please go on there and just give me a little shout out. And as always, you are enough. You are growing and it's okay to ask for help because that's how we live brave. This episode was sponsored by theskinspot.com. Enter code BE20 to receive 20% off your purchase. This has been an HSG production.